Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Okay, tell me something. I'll tell you something. What are they thinking, evicting people from the riverbed right now? Out of sight, out of mind. Where do they think these people are going to go? To the ocean or the desert. Lots of obnoxious people think, but what's the county government thinking? Where do they they think these people are going to go? I don't think they are thinking. I think... That they believe moving them out of the riverbed will just make them disappear. Evaporate into thin air. Perhaps. Kind of how it seems. Perhaps. Perhaps that's what they think. But this was premeditated in a big way because you had Spitzer going on the radio talking to John and Ken about how, well, only 86% of them, they don't want help. Uh-huh. When, when, the, when the sheriffs went down there, only 86% don't want help. Well, the judge says that we have to find spots for all of them. But we're going to argue that we can't be made to find spots for people who don't want help. Premeditated. Okay. And this is the guy who's running, planning to run for district attorney. So he's hoping to utilize this tough on homelessness as a jumping pad into district attorney. Why are people so stupid, though? To believe things like that. Because there are 5,000 homeless people in Orange County. And only 500 beds. If only 84% don't want help, and they have to have beds for all of the ones who want help. Well, but don't forget. That but, doesn't add up. But but you're, you're, you're kind of missing the whole point that everybody seems to miss. They're that. talking about the sheriffs who went down into the riverbed. Approximately how many people are down there in that riverbed? They say five to 700 more so they're so they're about so they're about ten percent of the overall population of homeless in Orange County, and yet they're going to advertise that eighty six percent of the homeless don't want help. It no, eighty six percent of that ten percent didn't want help. But, but that ten percent is a special group of people who chose to live where they're living. But also, since it was the sheriffs that went down and asked. Do you really think that number's ever accurate? Not when, when it's with the police, no. When somebody that they're afraid of is offering to help them. Yeah, they're not going to take them up on that offer. Like, there's a reason that the sheriffs get 83% don't want help, but organizations that are designed to help the homeless people get, like, 4.2% don't want help. Yeah, well, it depends. It, it de- Exactly. It depends on who asks the questions. Um, and how the question is asked. how the question is asked. It all matters. And this isn't me saying anything against the Orange County Sheriff's. FYI. Well, what's, I have nothing what's always it. interesting to me is I'll ask the question online. I used to ask the question, what would you do? And you get the sassy answers like, you know, put them on a shipping container and drop them into the ocean. Or take them out to the desert and bury them. Or my personal favorite, 
give them all free drugs and then they'll just yeah, overdose. All of those things are what people come up with. But then I started asking the question, if you were a member of city council or on the board of supervisors and you were going to legally solve the problem, what would you legally do to solve the problem? Have and you, you get the answer yet? And you get crickets because they don't have any clue what is legal in the first place. And most people, like I had an argument with some guy once recently, maybe in the last 30 days, about the homeless, their belongings. Right. Being the fact that they have to keep them in storage. And they have to let them know that they took it. He did not believe me on that. It's case law. He should phone up any police department and ask them what their yeah. policy on homeless people's stuff is. Yep. It's the same thing for any abandoned property. If you accidentally leave your cell phone sitting on the bench in a park and miraculously a police officer is the first person to find it, would you like them to just dump it in the trash or do you want them to keep it for 90 days so that you can claim it? Right. Well, how do you think those poor homeless people feel about their stuff? They don't want somebody just throwing it away. They'd like you to keep it for 90 days so that they can at least claim it if they exactly. want Exactly. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that ignorant people go down this path of, you know, well, you know, why should we have to do that? It's just a bunch of junk. It's junk it's, to you. It's junk to you, but it's not junk to them. There's stuff I have that's probably junk to you, and stuff you have that's yeah. probably junk to me. And that's, I don't, yeah, people are assholes. It's, it's I sad. can't even. It, it's really sad, though. And then you get, like, people, you... You go ahead and, you, and you're open and you answer questions, right? right? And you let people know who you are and where you're from and what you're doing. So they know I'm running. And you're open with your responses and you detail out your responses. However, you're still told, well, you haven't said anything what your solution is. You haven't said a word. Like, hello, maybe you should be responsible for reading the thread before you make a comment. It drives me bananas. But I respond to them. Okay, here you go. I have said it before, but here you go. And then give it to them. This this homeless issue is going to be the death of me, though. Because I can't even handle how, how disgusting some people are. Yeah. It has really given me a different perspective on um, society as a whole. Like if we were, if we were at set our meetup this weekend. Did you ever advertise that? Right now? I will soon, as in after our podcast. I usually do it on Wednesdays anyway. Anyway, if we were at our meetup on Saturday, and somebody started spewing the "let's load them all into a shipping container and dump them in the ocean," I would love to tell that person that they're a disgusting waste of oxygen, mm-hmm. and then walk I agree away. with you. I agree with you. Because to have that little compassion for other human beings, what is wrong with you? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And the same goes for you desert abandoners. You know how hot it gets in the desert. You know how freaking hot it gets here. There's no water and nothing for miles and miles and miles. So it's it's the same amount of disgusting to say that as it is to drop them in the ocean. In a way, the people saying drop them in the ocean in a container... Are more, are more merciful because those people will be dead a lot faster than the people that they drop out in the desert who are going to end up dying of, of exposure. Uh, you know, exposure and no and no water, dehydration. Yep. 
I mean, that's and that's a painful way to go. So yeah, in a way, the other people are more merciful than these people. And and that's saying something when you think about how disgusting the comment is. It's just all disgusting. It really is. It's it's beyond gross. It really is. Like, and then the people who think they're funny, you know, and and make little quips about, oh, you know, they're 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 not. You're right. They're not all on drugs. Um, some of them are just drunks all the time. Ha 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 ha! Like that's funny. Oh, and I would love to point out, and I'd say this to other people too: if what I've just said offended you, you're what's wrong with society. Right, people. Remember, <laughs> pe- remember, people. Personal liberty. Personal liberty. You get to think what you want to think, and you get to say what you want to say, and you stop short. Um, where our, we stop short of where your rights begin. So see right now, this is our podcast. And so if you don't like what you're hearing at this very moment, well, you can turn it off and never come back again, or Or come back for the next episode, or you can send us an email at podcast at fitness expose.com F I T N E S S E X P O S E.com. We would love to. We hear would from love you. to hear from you because we're not shy. This is how we believe about this issue, and we're not saying it to be bleeding hearts. We're not saying it because we think it's politically correct. We're saying it because, based off of our experiences, and this is the thing. Before I continue with my thought, go back to the last episode: idiots, morons, and bears. I think it's episode thirty-six. And listen, because we talk about this very topic, about a fear of bears. And I can say, yeah, you know what? Intellectually, I get it. A bear is scary. But can I actually say a bear is scary? No, because I've never experienced a scary bear. So (laughs) have you gone out there and actually spoken to homeless people? Have you broken bread with homeless people? Have you listened to homeless people's stories of how they became homeless? Have you gone to the homeless shelters more than just to look around like they're zoo animals, but to actually help the homeless people with a problem? Have you thought about helping them get a job? And yes, many of them have a criminal past, but that doesn't mean they're not going to change But the problem becomes, if you don't give them a job, how can they do anything but steal? They have to have have their needs met somehow financially, and they want to work. Well, if they want to work and you won't let them work, they're going to go back to stealing. If people want to work and you won't let them work, who in that situation is really the problem? Exactly, and that's where... That's where my thinking about this goes. I think that they're just, people are just frustrated and they want to like wave a magic wand and have a problem go away. But when you think about it, yes, homeless people have been around for as long as I can remember. There will always be some. Right. But that's also why they were kind of referred to as hobos. And if you remember older movies where there was a hobo, it was generally a, well-educated, well-read person who just liked the freedom of not having to have a house that they had to deal with. Not what you get now. 
Yeah. It's different. Well, and then and then the bottom line about all of that is that people come up with these absolutes about about the they keep coming up with these absolutes about someone's position on that. Like it has to be black or white. There is no gray area to people. And I think that's the part that they need to understand. You know, we were just talking about how they took a sampling of like 700 people, f- decided that their policeman asking the question would be a good idea, which we've discussed is stupid. I'm kind of recapping here. right? And then they take that statistic and say, look, 86% of the homeless don't want help. Well, first of all, I'm going to I'm going to be really blunt. Spitzer didn't say that. Spitzer said that when we went down in the home in the riverbed, 86% of those living there didn't want help. Well, we've discussed why. That's irrelevant. Yeah. But he was honest. Who's not being honest are the people in society who want to take that and twist it into what they've been doing, which is 86% of all the homeless don't want help. And one lady, rightfully so, made the comment, that seems awfully high. That number seems awfully high. I can't imagine 86% of anybody agreeing on something. That's what she said. And I mean, yeah, so 86% agreeing that they don't want help is still 86% agreeing on something. Right. That seems super far-fetched. It is far-fetched, clearly. Yes. Because the sampling is... Too small. But I think what's going to become interesting is I almost wanted to take a Google sheet and put the names of people and where they stood on the issue. Uh Uh-huh. And then watch when the county gets sued because of sweeping the homeless people out. How many of them are hypocrites and say things like, I told you this was a bad idea. When what they were really doing was... Yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. You know? It'd be interesting to see. I bet you you catch quite a few. Yeah, probably. Because I think they... mm, They're a little hypocritical. Yes, I agree. So, that was kind of the fun for the day. Did I tell you I got assaulted by a dog today? Yeah, you should tell them about it, though. What happened? So, so, I take Yogi for a walk. Okay. Which I don't usually do in the afternoon. That's usually somebody else's job. Anyway, and... Usually I do it. Yes. Um, and I'm cruising through the building, and then I'm on the phone with you, and then Yogi and I are gonna ride the elevator upstairs, and Yogi's all prancy, and then... There's this little kid, probably about a year and a half old, that lives right next to the elevator. And this kid, he's a, he's a, he's, he's a little kid, I mean. But his parents are idiots. <laughs> they yep. get to be idiots because they're old enough to know yep, better. for sure. And they don't restrain this child at all. He's just, like, running around screaming. Yogi doesn't like little kids that run and scream. Doesn't like them when they run and scream at him. This Rightfully kid does so. all of those things. Rightfully so. Okay, so Yogi's all edgy. We're standing waiting for the elevator. And then all of a sudden, the elevator door opens. And, like, this little tiny ball of anger and teeth comes 
barging out. He's a Yorkshire Terrier. A really small one. But on the small side. He bit Yogi. He was, like, tussling with Yogi's head. And, and then he, like, I, like, lift Yogi up in the air because I'm like, how else do I get Yogi away from this vicious beast? And the little vicious beast, like, assaults my foot. And then its owner finally pulls him away. And then, and then, she laughed. Well, what happened then? And then I sassed her. I can't remember exactly what I said. And we got in the elevator. And we rode upstairs all angrily ringing in your ear. You said, I don't find it funny when a savage dog (laughs) attacks my dog and bites me. (laughs) That really was sassy, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Very. Clearly, I was angry in this moment. Angry in this moment. I would say yes. I would say you most definitely were. (sighs) That was my day. Well, you've been busy all day. Yeah, it kind of seemed like everybody came out of the woodwork and was like, Work! Yeah, it kind of felt that way to me for you today, too. Yesterday and today. (sighs) Because <sighs> I had that interview today, so I wasn't here most of the day. I left at, what, 12.30-ish? You were gone for about four hours. Yeah. And during that four hours, I watched Charmed, and I worked. <laughs> you, were, you were charmed and working at the same time. I don't know what's done. I set up a whole Facebook ad campaign. Which yeah. I actually had to make the content for, because I only had two... And she wanted to do four at once. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And I edited in some articles and I did some other stuff. And That's fun. Yeah. That's really it was, fun. It was decent work. Oh, yeah. And I organized cake delivery that clearly went poorly. Stupid people. <laughs> how often is it? How often is it that all four of the people... That you usually have do tasks for you are busy, so none of them can do the task for you, and you have to hire somebody random, and they're literal garbage. Yeah, yeah, that, and you use that app, right? The one about the rabbit. Task Rabbit. Task Rabbit. But yes, everybody else I contacted today is a. We found them on Task Rabbit, and they're fabulous, and now they work with us outside of Task Rabbit. But, but. What? Taskrabbit has horrendous feeds, I would assume. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt it. Um, I guess one out of five people is allowed to be terrible. Yeah, it's not. That's honestly not a terrible percentage. Uh-uh. At all. Mm-hmm. What is that, 80% good? And that's a very small sampling, too. Five people and you got 80% good. That's. Yeah. That's. I don't know, I think it'd be... That's better than our... um, That's about the same as our Lyft driver percentage in uh, Vegas. It's the same. No, we had six Lyft drivers. We had six Lyft drivers and five of them were good. And one of them sucked. And then the first one we take when we... The first two we take when we come back to Orange County are just absolute trash. Yep, they were both bad too. So, I don't know. 
can't even. Rideshare might be dead here soon. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the rideshare companies are trying to come up with more of those. Uh, what the hell is it called? Driverless cars. Maybe that's why, because they realize that the drivers are the problem. That's funny. <laughs> you eliminate the driver, you eliminate the problem, right? Yes. So, have at her. So you remember how someone was telling us about how Airbnb is going out of business, is going to go out of business because the hotels are angry? Uh Uh-huh. So, something interesting, I'm on the phone with my mom today, and she's saying that hotel owners in Calgary are, like, going full savage because of Airbnb and how condo associations are disallowing it because people, and they're all night partying and constantly being different people in the area. And I was like, hold on a tickle. This is deja vu. I've heard this exact thing about a different city. Yeah. <laughs> Recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the problem. Yeah. The thing is, though, in Calgary, I think something like that would fly. I mean, Canadian places successfully outlawed Uber and Lyft. Pretty much they were black market there. Well, I'm telling you, I think... But I don't think here it would. I think that here, even, what they should be doing, if you were me, if I was Airbnb, I would require a deposit that gets held in escrow. Yeah. And then, if the owner gets a complaint from the police or the neighbors... Yeah. And it's shown to be valid, you lose your deposit. That, that would stop really you from doing. That would stop you from having stupid parties. At yeah. The very least. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think, <laughs> I think actually that what happens with those Airbnbs is they're getting like the people from our apartment building going over there and renting the place. You know, they're that kind of people. The jerks. <laughs> The kind who are going to take up the whole laundry room the entire day. Not just for like two hours or something. The entire day. Yeah. I know. Like Deborah says she's the jerk today because she took up three washing machines. But we both know damn well that as soon as the washing machines finished, there was Deborah. She was waiting before they were done. Exactly. There was Deborah. Moving her stuff over the dryer, and then those dryers, as soon as they were like three quarters of the way done, there's Deborah. She's gonna be in the laundry room because right, she's... she's a reasonable um, <laughs> person who bothers to care about what other people are thinking, exactly. and she doesn't infringe upon other people's rights. But we're ta- we're actually talking about the people who do forty three loads of laundry every week because they have eight people living in their two bedroom apartment and probably have that much dirty laundry. Soon to be nine people living yes. in a two-bedroom apartment. And and they, they'll they start in the morning with all four laundry machines full and move into the laundry room with baskets and baskets and baskets of laundry and do laundry for the whole entire day. Yeah, and God forbid you should try to squeeze in. Yeah, because they, the looks look you at, they give you dirty looks yeah. and then they start talking about how dumb you are in Spanish. Yep, pretty much. Yep. So that's what I say. I think that's what happens. But I mean, that's going to be a struggle for Airbnb. It's a struggle for Uber. It's a struggle for Lyft. They right. have to battle these legislative things. I mean, I would guarantee you that their legal costs are huge. I think hotel owners would do well 
to list their stuff for cheaper on Airbnb. We saw that when we were looking for rooms in Vegas. Yeah, we had, MGM Grand had rooms on there. I looked. I looked here to see if any hotels were doing that. And it doesn't look like they are. That might be an exclusive to Vegas thing. But hey, but still, they did it, it. And that should be done. You're not, you're not wrong about that. It's no different than, all right. Remember how when we used to fly back and forth and I used to tell you use cheaptickets.com? Uh-huh. You know what cheaptickets.com does, right? Buys up blocks of tickets. They buy up blocks of tickets, but they what they'll do for the airlines is they'll say, all right, you want to get rid of these tickets because you know no one's going to fly this time. So we'll buy, you know, you're, gonna, you're trying to sell it to them for 238 round trip. Uh-huh. You're going to sell it to us for 138 round trip because we're going to buy 50 oh, seats. <laughs> and then cheap tickets, anytime anyone puts in that they're going, like, let's say that was from uh, Los Angeles to Miami. Let's just use that as an example, okay? Then they're going, cheap tickets is going to, anytime someone's starting in Los Angeles and going to Miami, they're going to pop up an advertisement about, oh, you can get a special lightning deal on tickets yeah. if you're more flexible on the date range. Right. And then it's like, boom, they sell those tickets. Right. So then they can afford to do that. The airlines really can't afford to do that. But they also list the normal high frequent, high volume flights as on their site as well. Yes. With no discount at all. Right. Exact same place, price of the website. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's just... I don't know, it, but their but their model is similar to what we were talking about. You know, you would need right of what am I trying to say? Like buying something um, at a buying something at a lower price than the airline would sell it, for instance, and then selling it at cheaper than what the airline was going to sell it at, but higher than what you bought it for, and you make profit. Right. right. And it draws people to their website to buy the regularly priced tickets. Yeah. Because there's the option of getting a really, really good price once. Well, and like Heather and I were talking about how to split up the work and how to charge for the work and that sort of thing. And, you know, her comment was right, was true. You know, the cost of bringing in a customer is pretty high. Right. Keeping the customer isn't as expensive as getting the customer. Right. And um, really a lot of keeping the customer isn't even a cost factor for a business. It's more about the attitude of the employee interacting Especially with the customer. Especially for your type of business. Yeah. So, but she made a great point with that. You know, like what the cost of a customer, what it costs to acquire a customer. So that's why I feel like Places should bend over backwards for their customers. I mean, if you're going to spend that much money to get me in there, wouldn't you want to do whatever it takes to keep me? Yes. I mean, I'm always shocked that PetSmart and Petco, while they're two completely different companies, they don't really try to compete on price on things. No. They both kind of price it the same and let you decide which one you're going to go to. So you know what I do? Oh, we need to go and get treats for the dog or the cats because we're out of it. Oh, well, you need to go to Michael's as well. Well, there happens to be a pet smart next to the Michael's. Oh, we need to go to Taco Bell to get a snack. 
Oh, well, guess what? We'll go to Petco because it's right there. I go base where it's convenient. Yeah. Because the prices are the same. And I'm shocked that they don't try to battle each other on that. Such a weird, weird, weird market. Well, and what's interesting is sometimes PetSmart is way more expensive. Yeah. Sometimes Petco is way more expensive. Yeah. It gets weird. You just have to, you just have to um, comparison shop. Yeah. But, I mean, and then look at the, the hay for the guinea pigs when we were first. First, we go to the feed shop in Lakewood because you get a 96-ounce bag that costs $19.99 minimum here at Petco or PetSmart. And you get it for $12.99 at the feed shop. Same bag. Or you can get a 50-pound hay yeah. bale. Then, then they had a 50-pound hay bale. And what was it, $24? Yeah, I think so. $24 for a 50-pound hay bale. And I'm telling you, we got this plastic container from the container store. And we were using it really before. We were using it to stick the hay bag into. Well, we took that thing and filled it up when we first got the bale. That thing lasted a good two months. Because it's like compacted, ultra-compressed hay. Yeah. Freaking pigs are in love. They, they get love so it. much hay now. And they love the hay. And... If you think about it, 96 ounces is what? That's Seven four, pounds? That, that's, um... No, 16 ounces. Six pounds. So you get six pounds of hay for $12, or 50 pounds of hay, $24. Right, and the $12 well, one would be 120 Right. Because it's 10 times. Right. Like, come on now. Yeah. Easy. It's a no-brainer, that's for sure. Yeah. Total no-brainer. But, anyway... I don't have anything else to talk about. You got anything you want to add over there? No. You sure? I'm good. You positive? I'm ready to go to sleep. Are you? I'm not ready to go to sleep yet. Um, cool. Well, put another one to bed. We're heading towards 40. We're crawling towards 40. I can't believe we passed 30 and didn't even make this, much of a mention of the month. This was 37. Yep. This was number 37 tonight. Hope to chat with you again on number 38. Take care, all. Hasta la bye-bye. Hey, this is Mike, and I just wanted to tell you that if you enjoyed the show, and I truly hope you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and not miss a single episode. But if you happened to miss an episode... Uh, and you didn't find it on Google Play or iTunes for some reason, you could go to our website, which is thenightlyrant.wordpress.com.